Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today we've got a crazy story of a creepy stepfather watching somebody over home surveillance. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, Entitled Mother knows Clyde, the owner. Well, I ran into the block boyfriend from calling my daughter Entitled Mother again. Looks like I can't link the last encounter, so short rundown of it. I went to meet an old friend at a local restaurant on a day off. I had on a hoodie clearly identifying that I worked for the phone company. Entitled Mother demanded I block daughter's boyfriend from contacting daughter, something that I couldn't do. Manager, the owner's daughter, got involved. Entitled Mother threatened to get us all fired. Cops showed up and ended up arresting Entitled Mother after she refused to leave and tries to fight the officer. Okay, so this time I'm actually working. Between work sites, I stop at my cousin's restaurant for lunch as it's on my way. This is one of those great little northern restaurants slash bars about 30 minutes between anywhere else. I'd say I was biased, but really it's got a strong local customer base. The restaurant's themed after our great-grandfather. We'll call it Clyde's Place. Not to be confused with semi-famous drive in St. Ignace, Missouri, there's not been a Clyde in the family for close to 30 years. There's a tradition among the regulars to joke and cheer and buy rounds when someone says they know Clyde, often with loud, boisterous calls of, Are you Clyde? or I'm Clyde, filling the room. For the record, if you admit to being Clyde or somehow related, family and I excluded, you are saying that you're paying for that round for the bar. Yes, many of the locals know I'm family to the owner, especially as I bear a strong resemblance to him. The cast is me, of course. Entitled Mother and her flock of friends, Entitled Mother's friends 1 through 3, complete with free-range crotch goblins making a mess of everything in a 100-foot radius. Amy, the waitress, bartender, and bouncer, longtime family friend and self-proclaimed take-no-nonsense-of-prisoners military brat, also served in the army and it shows. Niece, my cousin's daughter but calls me uncle, my cousin, owner and, of course, cousin, and many regular local patrons. It's fairly busy for pre-tourist season, so I slide up to the bar and give Amy the signal to let family know I'm there. A whole fried chicken and white toast. And that's when I hear it. Entitled mother, Fran Drescher-esque voice, it's him. The reason my precious daughter is dating that psychopath. How dare he come in here? I honestly pay no attention to the first two attempts at getting my attention, but she gets louder and louder until I fully hear this one from across the room. So I turn around to see four base model Karens between 40 and 50 years of age shooting daggers in my direction. I turn back around and try to ignore them because, frankly, I didn't really remember the lead entitled mother. She says, how dare you ignore me like you don't know who I am. Amy walks back to the bar, giving me the the what-the-freak-is-her-problem look. You're the reason I can't go back to the deck restaurant. Well, guess what, mister? This time you're on my turf. The entitled mother's friends cackle encouragement and agreement like a flock of hens. This is when I recognize the lead entitled mother from previous disaster. Amy said, don't you bother our guests, and I've told you four twice already, control your kids or leave. Entitled Mother's friend one attempted to cut off Amy. Our kids aren't bothering anyone. He's, pointing at me, bothering us. I demand you throw him out immediately. Amy said that won't be happening. If anyone is leaving, it will be you and your little monsters. 
Niece runs out from the back and gives me a big hug and kiss on the cheek. Entitled mother says, look at him fondling that little girl. Niece is 19, clearly not a child. He's definitely a predator. Just wait till I tell my friend Clyde. The bar erupts with its normal cheering and calls for Clyde. But this doesn't phase Entitled Mother outside of cutting her off. Amy says, so you know Clyde? Nearly everyone outside the Entitled Mother's table snickers. Entitled Mother getting visibly perturbed says, yes I know him, we're good friends. Clyde. Restaurant erupts again cutting her off. Entitled Mother's friend too says, I'm calling my husband Clyde. The regulars roar and cheer. I would have forgiven anyone walking in at that moment for thinking that the Lions had just won the Super Bowl. Amy quiets the crowd. They don't know the rules, guys. We'll be fair. Entitled Mother's friend too cuts Amy off. Just wait until my husband finds out how we're being treated by a bunch of hicks. Amy shrugs the, I tried to warn you, shrug. You could have heard a pin drop from the space station as everyone waited for the inevitable. Entitled Mother's Friend 2 starts again. My husband Clyde. The crowd erupts as if the Lions won the Super Bowl and the Tigers have just swept the World Series. Even other clear tourists are catching on and having fun with the game. All four of the Entitled Mothers are now clearly perturbed at getting cut off and not getting the joke. I stand up and walk to the Entitled Mothers table. I'm going to let y'all in on a little something. I point to a photo above their table, a picture from the last family reunion before Clyde's passing. Does anyone? Entitled Mother's Friend 3 cuts me off. Don't try to intimidate us. This is her husband's place. I laugh, which causes more ire from the group. She continues. You messed up coming here, mister. I say, y'all really can't afford a clue, can you? Entitled Mother's Friend 1 gets a look as if she's starting to connect the dots that her ruse isn't going to work, but Entitled Mother and the other two continue to double down as I walk back to my seat. The calls of my husband and empty threats continue undeterred by the interruptions of the regulars. Cousin comes out, thank you ladies for visiting my establishment. Of course, Entitled Mother's Friend 2 and 3 and Entitled Mother continue to try the We Know slash Married Clyde routine, unbothered by the fact that they've been clearly called on their BS by everyone in the place, and ignore his polite requests that they leave. Entitled Mother's Friend 1 wisely excuses herself, wrangles her kids, and gets the heck out of there after paying for her portion. Amy and a regular I recognize as the retired county sheriff flank my cousin. This, of course, brings more calls of being intimidated by the other three, and once they see the bill for all the rounds, screaming from them. Amy literally pulls Entitled Mother up out of the seat and carries her out of the restaurant, giving her a dressing down you can hear from inside. Amy returns with Entitled Mother's credit card and signals Cousin. Cousin and Sheriff inform the remaining two the tab has been paid and they must remove themselves and their children or be removed. They finally buy the hint and go outside. I did find out that the bill was reduced because they hadn't been authorizing paying for rounds. Amy guards the door against re-entry along with Cousin. Y'all, they didn't leave. First they had someone call in claiming to be Clyde, demanding the meal for Entitled Mother's group be comped to on the house, and that I be removed slash permanently banned. Finally, they began threatening Niece that she'll be fired if this is not done immediately. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Niece puts the phone in my hand where I take a few to frequent the caller. Yes sir, of course sir. Sorry sir, I've only been working here a week. 
before finally giving the line, Sir, none of that is going to happen. I work for the phone company. You're using an electronic device to attempt to commit fraud. He decides to not call my bluff and hangs up before I can finish. But does this deter Entitled Mother and Entitled Mother's friends 2 and 3? Not in the slightest. They'd already called the cops. Now, I don't know exactly what was said, but I gather from the officers and other conversations that they continued to claim being wife of the owner. They stated I was threatening and intimidating the group and that I had assaulted my niece in front of everyone. Once being told point blank that they were not in fact in any shape or form part of the ownership by the officers, they complained that cousin had unfairly charged them for harassment that they'd endured. Despite this charge being removed, apparently they felt they should have eaten for free because of the drama that ruined their meal. Yes folks, the drama that they caused ruined their meal. By the time I'm interviewed, last interview, it's pretty obvious that the officers have already determined that Entitled Mother and Entitled Mother's friends 2 and 3 are full of it. One of the Entitled Mother's friends peel out of the parking lot while I'm talking with the officers. Which, of course, gets one of the other officers to pull her over. After all of this, I did get to enjoy my cousin's fantastic soup of the day, Irish potato soup, and a Reuben sandwich. Well, I'll tell you one thing, those friends are like absolute ride or dies, even in the face of complete adversity and clearly being wrong. I mean, if you're gonna have friends, I guess have ones that will blindly stick up for you, even when it's blatantly obvious you're not right. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Entitled Mother Will Never Learn From Her Actions. I made a post a while back about my piece of crap father. Today, I'll be talking about his girlfriend, who I saw as a mother for 10 years of my life since bio mom wasn't around. I met this woman when I was 12, a year after losing my grandmother. She was a fun, outgoing person with the heart of a child. She had two boys who loved her very much. Funny thing is, she was concerned about my safety because my father looked like a predator. Summertime at the pool, late 50s and wearing long jeans, a gray sweater and shades hiding under the shade. The dude just can't be in the sun or he cooks like bacon, but I saw her point. They became friends soon after that and after she broke up with her ex, they started dating. So I immediately imprinted on her due to trauma. Last time I saw her ex, she dropped him and started bashing the door against his head. I should have saw that as a red flag, but he was made out to be the abuser. They were off and on throughout the years because they both had some unique toxic traits. She could manipulate him to do anything and, of course, he has his fear tactics he would use on both me and her boys. I've now come to realize that some of the events that took place throughout the years were pretty messed up. This woman is a severe alcoholic, can't go a day without booze got to the point where drinking and driving was the norm even when her kids and I were in the car, always filling her Dunkin' Donut cups with whatever she had, party every night, hosting football parties, any excuse to drink. Of course, she has multiple DUIs and had her license taken away all the time, but she wouldn't care and just continue her daily routine, putting three minors in danger. She crashed into a telephone pole during a snowstorm one year with all three of us in the car. None of us went to the doctors, but I did have a concussion. I slept for two days straight with the most horrid headache I've ever had. I didn't think much of it, but now looking back, I'm livid. 
One summer, she was extremely pissed at me because I didn't want to watch her boys while she went to go get a tattoo for her late father. I made plans with a friend and I really didn't want to watch them. They're not my responsibility. She felt it was necessary to talk crap to everyone about how much of a witch I am, when in reality I just wanted to enjoy my day off from work. I called her out on her BS and called her a runt in the process. She then decided to escalate the situation. Family members of hers decided to comment on my Facebook posts on how much of an entitled jerk I was. At some point during the summer, an old friend of mine found a dead squirrel and decided to put it in a bag and place it on her porch. She had nothing against her, but she just wanted to be a brat. She told me she did it and never fessed up to the adults. I had to tell her mom to try to resolve crap. Of course, this psycho immediately pointed at me. I'm saying she's psychotic because she knows how much I love animals and I would never do something like that. She threatened to end me. This witch threatened to end a minor. Who the freak does that? Especially after she's told me multiple times that she saw me as the daughter she never had. I started smoking pot when I was 15, and she would enable it. Whenever I wanted to smoke, I could always go over to her place and we would get high and drunk. She would also sometimes offer me some harder stuff. I'd always say no, and after that, I would get a good job from her. Wouldn't surprise me if she would actually give me some if I accepted. She always made it a point to hide it from her kids, but not from me. At one point, she actually let both of these boys, who were under 12 at this point, take a few hits from the joint and drink some beer. I still beat myself up for not doing anything about that. I should have spoke up. The constant physical and verbal abuse she put those kids through made me realize CPS never really gives a freak despite the amount of crap this woman has gotten herself into. Multiple robberies, assaults, DUIs, child neglect charges. She's a convicted felon for attempting to murder her baby daddy. Stabbed him right in the chest, so close to the heart. Get this, she only got two years in prison because he never showed up to court and got her kids back when she was released. Thankfully, she did have her first kid taken away from her permanently, but that was before she had her last two. Every morning was a struggle to get them to school between getting them up and her having to hit them and sometimes drag them down the stairs, calling them every name in the book, yelling at them all the time. Crap was rough. Things got so bad to the point where she wasn't able to keep a roof over their heads because of her abusive actions and two rough boys. They became homeless for a bit until they stayed with an old friend of mine, but then she was kicked out for trying to take control of an apartment that's not even hers. Later, breaking in. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
to said apartment to try and rob them and ended up assaulting a girl who she thought was someone else was found later sleeping in her car with her boys in a parking lot with an open can of beer getting arrested for multiple crimes and going to jail but that's not the end of all this freakery this woman will do anything in her power to get what she thinks she deserves including a house stay tuned for my next mental breakdown this story honestly kind of started out sweet in a way like you know they have somebody that they're kind of imprinting on and you know they stepped into their lives initially out of caution and then it just spiraled into a crazy whirlwind of unbelievable behaviors and actions it's also incredibly disheartening to hear the fact about cps letting people down so hard our next story is is this financial abuse i should mention i'm an adult with my own family but my siblings are still in her care A bit of background story, my mom has always been weird with money. Her parents were on the wealthier side and always made sure her needs were met, school and home was paid for. Before they passed away, they even set aside a trust for their grandchildren. Myself, two siblings and cousin, which was enough for all of us to put a down payment on our own home, which of course my mom put in her own name and has used some for her own benefit. What I don't understand is she couldn't be more opposite from her own parents. She almost resource guards money that is needed for essentials and spends it on the most unnecessary things that shouldn't be a priority to say the least. She holds the attitude that her dependents constantly owe her. Growing up, we had a nice house and cool gadgets, but refilling medication, such as my asthma inhaler, going to the doctor, etc., seemed like the end of the world. I'm immunocompromised now and I feel like some things I'm dealing with could have definitely have been prevented. Recently, the family dog ate a pair of underwear and had to get a pretty intense surgery. My sister's about to go to college and has been working and saving money to go into residence. She didn't know my mom had access to her bank account and found that my mom completely drained all of the money from her account. To be clear, my sister feels tortured that the family dog is going through this and even offered to help out with the expenses. I advised my sister to get her own bank account immediately and the same with my brother i told my sister that i understand why she wanted to help with the vet expenses but she should have been able to pay the vet up front with what she could afford i also mentioned how it's unacceptable that my mom had secret access to her bank account i've also caught my mom opening my mail calling my bank to see how much i have in investments etc my brother wanted to invest some of his money but he said i can't because mom needs my help It feels like crazy behavior for someone who's a multi-millionaire to be doing this stuff to their kids. My siblings thought my mom was struggling on a shoestring budget while owning a large home, rental properties, three cars, and a cottage. I feel like they're being brainwashed by her and I don't know what to do or how to help them protect themselves from her financial abuse. Has anyone experienced similar? Sadly, I think some people, they honestly only learn this lesson after they've been properly burned by it. I don't know what you really can do to get through to them, but it seems like for some reason they have these rose-tinted glasses on. If this is actually like the money involved in the trust and the mom's getting access to that money, that especially sounds like there's some legal issues going on. Our next story is, your daughter is a monster. Context, this happened nearly 20 years ago in my last year before college. The way our school years are separated differs from both the USA and Europe or the rest of Canada. The important thing is that that year teaches 16 to 17 year olds. 
your monster is a daughter, or the first time I was ever sent to the principal's office. I was part of a special program aimed at higher degrees of science and technology than the usual curriculum. To stay in that program, a student had to maintain good grades, couldn't fail a class, needed to do all their homework on a computer, it really wasn't common at that time, and be on their best behavior at all times during school. In five years, the program went from three full class groups to less than half of one. We weren't used to being mixed with other students from other programs or from regular classes because we had less time in core classes and more in science and technology. But in our last year, they had no choice but to mix us because of how small our group had gotten. That's when I met Shy Girl. She had taken advanced biology as an optional class. We weren't friends or anything, we had just met but she was nice enough. The teacher, entitled parent of this story, was new to our school and, to put it bluntly, wasn't very good at her job. She liked to say that the reason so many students had failed the first exam was because she was French and we hadn't made an effort to understand her. In the second month of class, she decided to pick Shy Girl to answer a question. Shy Girl mumbled an answer and even though I was in the row right before her, even I didn't understand what she had said entitled parent exploded i don't think there's a better description of the screams and insults that came out of her mouth she also turned a weird purplish color i had never seen on a human face before everything came out of her mouth how shy girl was an r word how she should be in the special eds class how ugly she was i stood up and told her to stop bullying the shy girl entitled parent turned her ire on me The thing is, she couldn't complain about my class performance, so instead, she turned to insulting the class. More people started to get up. One dude threw his pencil case at her, and her screams cranked up. She would have put a banshee to shame. She yelled until she ran out of gas and expected us to just apologize and sit back down, except the after-school detention she had given us until Christmas break, and shut the freak up. Her words... Shy girl was crying at this point. I packed my stuff up, and entitled parent yelled at me some more. I packed the shy girl stuff, took her by the arms, and started to walk her out of the class. And where do you think you're going, miss? Me yelling, away from a bully. Who loves me, follows me. I walked out of the class, slamming the door. The teacher next door asked if we were okay, and I just told him I was going to the principal's office. He gestured me to be on my way when the rest of the class exited the class. Without speaking, we all went to our common area, which coincidentally was right in front of the principal's office. It was empty when we arrived. He'd been called elsewhere. Imagine his shock when he was greeted by 30 students all waiting in front of his office. We explained the situation. He told us to stay in the common area for the rest of class and that he would talk to entitled parent. You'd think that's the end of the story. No, the best is what follows. The principal called my mom for a meeting between him, entitled parent, my mom, and me. In my whole school career, this was the first and only time I was called to the office. My mom was exasperated. Not you too. I have enough of being called every other week for one of your brothers. Principal said, we're here today because entitled parent says your daughter cursed at her. Honestly, possible that I did. I have quite a mouth on me, but I don't remember if I did or not. Didn't remember at the time either. My mom said, I can see that she could. Yeah, she did know me well enough to know I could curse like a sailor when angry. 
The principal said, The story I got from other students and entitled parent are extremely different. It was apparently the fifth meeting that day about the incident, all demanded by entitled parent. That's when she blew up, again. She started crying and screaming all at once. Your daughter is a monster. Me, madam, talking to my mom, I have three children. I have three children, madam. I have three children and I'd never hurt them. Because I, me, am a mom. I have three children. For a whole five minutes, she went on and on about having three children and being a mom, nothing else. My mom said, look, I have three children too. If you say my kid cussed you out, I believe you. She's not an angel. My mom was trying to calm Entitled Parent to get her to be able to talk sense. Entitled Parent kept going on and on about being a mom to three kids. That she was entitled to see us all punished for that because with her being a mom to three kids, she couldn't have done anything to us. She wanted me expelled. In fact, she wanted the whole class expelled. Entitled parents said, none of you deserve for me to impart my knowledge with you because I'm a mom to three kids. She got up and left the office, slamming the door. The principal said, not again. It's the fourth time today. The only meeting she hasn't done it in, it was the first one this morning. He went on to explain that he had another 10 meetings with other parents and students from the class later in the day. And he wasn't looking forward to it. He told my mom to disregard anything Entitled Parents said, but that he had to get her back for the rest. It took him nearly half an hour to get her back, somewhat calm. Principal said, here's my plan for the rest of the year. OP, you'll stay in the library during class time. During exams, you'll be accompanied by a teacher's assistant. As soon as you're done with the exam, you will leave the class quietly. OP's mom, are you okay with that arrangement? My mom said yes. Entitled parents said she should be expelled. I want her to be expelled because I have three kids and I don't deserve that. She stormed off again. The meeting stopped there. I didn't even get to say a word. The worst is if she had been calmed during that meeting and talked to my mom like a normal person, I would have been in deep stuff. My mom was the type of parent to trust whatever a teacher said and to punish us harshly for it. But this woman was so insane that she bought me an ice cream on the way back home. The rest of the year was passed in the library for me during that class, except for exams. The teacher's assistant was assigned to the class permanently after another incident. The dude who threw the pencil case confirmed he did do it. He was suspended for a day and joined me in the library. Entitled parent was fired at the end of the year after she blew up accusing and trying to expel a class of 12-year-olds for being the reason CPS was taking an interest in her parenting. She accused them personally of being responsible. I think she got CPS's attention of her own merit at home. Everyone I knew all confirmed that meeting with entitled parent, nice principal, their parents, and them went the same way mine did. When you're dealing with that many kids that are personally clearly affected by this monster of a lady, how does she continue to have her job? She should not be around children. I mean, the CPSer is suggesting even that. Our next story is Entitled Stepfather stalking us by watching our outside home surveillance camera that he installed. Me and my stepdad have always been quite close. He's always been supportive and always been there for me, more than my own father has been. Regardless, me and my girlfriend moved into my grandmother's house just over a year ago to help her around the house a little more. Me and my girlfriend both have relatively nice cars parked in the driveway. I asked if he would install a camera onto the house to keep an eye on them. He did this for me. I offered him the money and he didn't charge me anything. I didn't think anything of it until last autumn. 
I'd gone to visit my friend for the day who lives about 80 miles away. I'd come home about 7pm and as my grandma went to bed, me and my girlfriend decided to go out for a bit of a date night. I got a phone call from my stepdad around 9.30pm asking if I was okay as I wasn't home yet. I straight away knew he had checked the camera to see if I was home yet. I was fuming and told him I don't appreciate being clocked in and out. He took offense to this and thought I was being ungrateful. Since then, he hasn't really made any comments. But then a couple of months ago, me and my girlfriend had a baby. She was in the hospital for a while and he kept checking when I was home from the hospital each evening. I knew because the minute my car got onto the drive, it was, don't forget to put blah 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 in your car for tomorrow. Or if I stayed out for a while later, I'd get, when you get home, can you blah blah blah, which suggests he knew I wasn't. I had the odd digs, I didn't want him watching me. So a few weeks ago, he made it quite obvious he'd checked if I was in before coming to visit with my mum. Fuming, I unplugged the camera from the internet so that only I could access it when I needed to. I wanted to see how long it would take him to notice a problem, but he's instead been in a funny mood for a few weeks instead. Today he came to inspect, as it had gone down, and I openly and honestly told him I appreciate what he's done for us, but I don't want him stalking us. He threw a massive tantrum, accused me of being ungrateful, and tried guilt-tripping me and saying it's only because he cares. He then deleted it from his access, or so he claimed anyway. I don't mind him having access. It helps in keeping an eye on my grandma if she ventures out or anything. But I'm a grown adult who doesn't need clocking in and out. It massively breaches data protection. It's weird. And what winds me up the most is him having a tantrum about it. While reading this story, I mistakenly interpreted it originally as if he was living in the place that the camera was installed. But considering they don't even live there and they just keep checking it every so often to see whether or not you're home is especially weird. I would say definitely keep it disconnected from the internet and or maybe legitimately just get your own setup. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.